I wanted to take a few moments and actually address a question that I received from a listener uh, very recently. Uh, this is actually a listener uh, on the West Coast. Uh, Tony, I really appreciate uh, you reaching out uh, earlier this week, and I did want to make a mention that, yes, I actually uh, do always uh, value and listen to and respond to questions uh, that people have about the podcast and about mindful coping practice. Uh, in this case, this was a little bit of a uh, delayed uh, response, but I do want to uh, encourage uh, anyone who has any questions at all, uh, any concerns, uh, any resources that they might like to please feel free to reach out. Uh, if there's anyone who has a specific topic that they would like to hear about, on a future podcast episode, I would be more than happy to address that. So that uh, is an open offer. I uh, wanted to speak for a few moments, uh, and this is in response to uh, the communication that I received about this. And this is a topic that I don't think that I have spoken on before unless I'm mistaken. And this is really talking about, you know, self-incrimination or being very hard on ourselves or judging ourselves very harshly. I think I have spoken about this in relation to other struggles I've had in my life, but to actually speak just about this particular topic is something that I don't believe that I've done unless I'm mistaken. So I just really want to go right into that. I know that it is, I know for myself that this has been a definitely one of my biggest, you know, issues uh, all of my life, I have tended to always struggle, and this is obviously not about me, but I did want to address this. This is something that, you know, I have struggled with self-esteem issues, low self-esteem. I have struggled with being very judgmental about, you know, towards myself. Uh, you know, I have, have, have held really high, unrealistically high expectations for myself and have really uh, beat myself up emotionally a lot when I have not met uh, you know, the expectations that I've set for myself. Uh, when, uh, in fact, to the point that when other people are, you know, disappointed in me, or even if I think they're disappointed in me, even if I think they're unhappy with me, it's kind of an interesting twist on this as many times I end up finding out later that I think someone is upset with me or I think they're disappointed in me and they're really not. And I'm projecting that onto them through, you know, my own interpretation of what I think is going on. So there's a lot of different variations on this particular theme. There's a lot of ways in which I have caused myself a lot of needless suffering as a result of being uh, unrealistic, uh, you know, unrealistic in my expectations for myself, uh, unduly hard on myself in terms of, you know, how, you know, how I think I have somehow failed myself or failed others. And what I find most interesting about this is that you'll notice how in all those things I just spoke that it was, these are things that I basically feel about myself. And it took me a long time to internalize that the, at the root or at the core of, you know, what really fuels us being so tough on ourselves. And I shouldn't say we, I at least should say, you know, what fuels this for me, because I really can't know what it's like to be any, anyone else. I have talked to a lot of people about this, but I should not overgeneralize. And the idea here is, and I'm speaking very off the cuff on this, because I was really moved by this uh, 
this email that I received uh, a little bit earlier today about this subject, and it makes me realize I had kind of this flash of insight that why I tend to be so hard on myself is because I am so wrapped up in, you know, basically in, in having expectations for myself, setting the bar really, really unrealistically high because it's just, it's, it's, it's essentially ends up being, it's a, it's a, I almost call it a mindless habit. It's just something that I've done for so long that I've spent a lot of my life not being aware that I'm doing this to myself. You know, my, how hard I am on myself and how I can, you know, really, you know, essentially end up, you know, you know, practicing, you know, I guess that's really, we end up, you know, we end up, you know, doing what we practice the most. So if I find myself, you know, in the habit of self-incrimination, uh, being really unduly tough on myself and, you know, beating myself up emotionally about every perceived failing that I have, what is most important about all this is, is that, you know, it really stems from me being so preoccupied with my own thoughts about myself and the other part of it is that I'm taking it so seriously, it makes it so much easier for me to do this. And the more and more I, you know, I became aware of this many years ago in terms of being too hard on myself and having really low self-esteem. And so I just tried, you know, to talk myself out of that. You know, I would quote unquote catch myself in the act of, you know, being really unduly hard on myself or judging myself really harshly. And I would just try to tell myself not to do it. I would try to intellectually convince myself why I didn't need to be this way. But it seems like the more I tried to talk myself out of it, the more I tried to convince myself that I, you know, didn't really deserve to treat myself that way. What I found is, is that I still was wrapped up in those feelings about myself. You know, a lot of my focus was still on my thoughts about myself and taking them really seriously and trying not to do this. So then again, that really became sort of a, uh, you know, a way for me to beat myself up emotionally about the fact that I was, you know, beating myself up emotionally. It's almost like this feeds on itself. And the only thing that really changed that for me was to really utilize mindfulness practice in a way, and this is going to sound overly simplistic, and it's easier said than done. But what really changed things for me, what really changed the game, is finally just being aware that I am taking these thoughts seriously. And just being aware that I'm having these thoughts at all. And it's really just a matter of noting it. Is, you know, there's really nothing for me to do when I become aware of the fact that I'm being unduly hard on myself. You know, I just simply note it. I don't try to stop it. I don't... Uh, do anything at all other than just simply sit with, okay, you know, it's almost like if I, I mean, I don't talk to myself that way, but if I did, and I'm not saying it's wrong to talk to yourself this way, sometimes it might actually help, but I think this, the more simple that we keep it, I think the more effective and powerful the practice is. So for me, there is an ancient technique of what's called mental noting, and I don't actually always advocate it, you know, for people that I actually teach and work with, in terms of mindfulness and medita meditative practices. But I think in this case, I found that it really does help. In other words, I just simply, you know, make a mental notation and it may just be as simple as me saying to myself, you know, being hard on myself, judging myself harshly. And it sounds kind of strange and silly to just say this to oneself, 
But what I find is it's just a tool. It's just a way of calling the attention to the fact, or it could be, you know, taking myself seriously again, taking my thoughts seriously about myself. And the idea here is, again, we're not tallying up the number of times we do this. We're not trying to, okay, if I did it 15 times today, I've got to make, I've only, I've only can do it 14 times today and 13, you know, the day after tomorrow or 12 the day after tomorrow. That isn't really what it's about. What I've really found is it's just simply being aware, the, the awareness that I am preoccupied with the self. I'm actually, I've heard a teacher once refer to this like a verb. It's basically selfing. You know, I'm actually selfing. Uh, you know, here I am again. And there again, the idea is not to beat myself up or judge myself. It's just to be aware that I am really overly focusing on my concept of self. And then I am judging it somehow by determining, you know, that it's, you know, somehow myself is not measuring up to, you know, or I failed somehow, or myself has not done what it's supposed to have done, or it did what it shouldn't have done. It's always there. We can find some way in this to somehow make ourselves, you know, if we want to, and even if we, you know, whether we want to or not, sometimes it's just a habit. You know, we can do this if we choose to. And, and I found in my case, a lot of it was, it's not that I wanted to do it. And I'm not saying that anybody chooses to do this actively, Really, what I'm saying here is that I think for a lot of people, it's just an entrenched mental habit. And I know, and I'm not saying that it, you know that there's any problem with this or that anything is wrong with this, but we grow up in certain households where we are taught certain things about you know guilt and about shame and things like that. And I, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything you know wrong with the systems that teach that. I'm just basically saying that we end up growing up this way and the, a lot of these things stay in our subconscious. And when we start finding ourselves in stressful situations or struggling, it becomes very easy to judge the self and feel like somehow it's the self is where the problem is. And what I'm finding is that there is no problem, at least for me, in being a self, so to speak, the if there is a problem or if there is a struggle of some sort, you know, for me, it is my thoughts about the self. It is my, you know, being aware of the fact that I am overly focused on expectations for the self, that somehow the self has to measure up to this or it has to not do this or it has to do this. And there again, there's nothing wrong with any of these things in of themselves. But if we are finding that we're somehow subconsciously or unconsciously using this as a tool to make ourselves feel worse about ourselves, then you know we we you know we're, we are causing ourselves you know unnecessary suffering. And there again, it's not to feel bad about that or to beat ourselves up emotionally about that. It's just awareness. So if I can just the more I'm aware, the more I'm mindful that I am thinking this way. And that I'm overly focusing on myself and whether I'm measuring up or not or what I've done wrong. It is, this is really just about being aware of that. And what I find is the more I'm aware of it, the more I can just kind of let loose of it. I don't have to be so, you know, I cannot take my concept of myself and my thoughts about the self so seriously. And I'm not saying that I would poke fun at it, but it's just a matter of, you know, sometimes when we take things less seriously, we tend to loosen up a little bit and just allow ourselves to be who we are. And then I don't need to really worry so much about am I, you know, what do I look like or am I measuring up or, 
you know, am I really the sum total of all the wrong choices I've made? There's all these things that I can get caught up in. And the more I just genuinely let myself be who I am without needing to think about who I am or identify with any sort of identity of who I am and just let myself just spontaneously and genuinely be who I am. And there again, it sounds easier said than done. And these are, you know, long entrenched habits that, uh, you know, we all have, have engaged in. And, you know, there again, it's, and it's really not about changing anything. It's not about stopping doing anything. It's just about letting, not taking those thoughts so seriously. And we can even go a step further, and I don't necessarily want to get hung up on this, but we can start to question our own thoughts about ourselves and how we judge ourselves and how we think about ourselves. Uh, you know, there are practices in which we can start to question those things and start to unpack that a little bit. And there again, the key on this is to have a lot of self-compassion and, and, and to do this in a way that is non-judgmental. Uh, we're not being hard on ourselves. We're just, you know, where we need to be very kind to ourselves. Anytime we sort of, you know, quote unquote, open up the hood and start looking at the, you know, at the, at the components inside and really do this very gently. And in some cases, you know, we do it and I have done it, you know, with a trained professional who, you know, who is, who has skills and education and the knowledge to help us as we start to kind of work under the hood, so to speak, to uh, tune things up and change certain things uh, in certain ways and develop new, what they call neural grooves or habits of thought. So this is really just about, I just wanted to speak, you know, relatively briefly about how it is really, you know, the, the best, I think for me, the best antidote to being really caught up in these feelings of self-incrimination and being unduly hard on myself really stem from, you know, just very sometimes very mindlessly engaging in a lot of thought about the self and being focused on who I am. And, 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 and once I start doing that, there's a tendency to start, you know, judging in some way, you know, I'm not doing enough of this. I should be doing more of this. And there again, there's not, there's no, there's nothing bad or wrong about it, but it's just something that tends to lead to, for myself and for a lot of other people, uh, a tendency to be unkind to ourselves. And not that we're seeking to harm ourselves outwardly, but these are just habits that we have. And once we start realizing that we can actually use mindfulness in a way to catch ourselves doing this, the more mindful we are, the less mindless we will be. And, I, and there again, that sounds overly simplistic. But it's really just a matter of, you know, we have to practice being aware so that we can be aware automatically and just, you know, realize, hey, I'm doing this again. And then it's a matter of just, you know, not trying to not do it. It's just a matter of the awareness itself. We can sit with that feeling, realizing that we're being tough on ourselves. And the more we're aware of it, the more that feeling and those thoughts behind it will just dissipate. And it really is as simple as that. I just wish it was easier, you know, than it actually is because it takes, you know, it takes practice to get to a point where we can actually loosen our grip on needing to hold on to all these thoughts that we hold about ourselves and our self-concept and, you know, about judging and measuring ourselves. So just wanted to really speak to that. And, and of course, the mindful coping aspect is that this really, in this case, the more we can let go of these, of these, this, the need to be so tough on ourselves, you know, and this is, and the more we can 
break ourselves out of this habit of doing this, we'll really find that we will, you know, even when we catch ourselves in, in, in the middle of this, that we'll, we'll find that we don't, because we're not believing everything we're thinking, if we are mindful of this and aware, we're not going to believe, it leads to us not believing everything we're thinking, because it's almost like when you can be a witness standing outside of ourselves, seeing that we're doing this. And it really makes it easier to cope with life because the more we can be aware and be mindful on our feet in the middle of life when it's happening, the easier it is for us to cope with what other stresses we're dealing with and the other challenges of our life because we're actually more here in the moment and we're not so lost somewhere else, you know, thinking all of these thoughts about everything we're feeling about not being adequate and not measuring up and uh, not being you know, not, you know, not making the mark, so to speak. We actually can be here and deal with the things, the challenges that are in front of us without making it any harder on ourselves than we have to. And we may find the more we do this, that we can really allow ourselves to be more, you know, in the moment, more spontaneous. You know, we can live more genuinely and authentically because we're not so caught up in always thinking about how we are and how well we're doing or how well we're not doing. And there again, we don't have to try to do any of these things. It's just a matter of being more aware. The awareness itself will actually lead to us being able to live more in the moment. And it's just a matter of trusting the process and really allowing ourselves to, uh, to be different. And we don't have to try to be different in this, in this particular case. We can just allow ourselves and, and trust in the process that we actually can and by having our awareness on the, you know, what's going on right now, instead of being so caught up in our thoughts, it really can make a difference.